Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello, and welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. Yay! We are wrapping up 2019 and coming into a new decade. I'm pretty excited about it. I hope you guys are too. So you know what I did? I pulled two cards to start with, and oh, these things always just line right up. I pulled an angel card, and I pulled a fairy tarot card. And the angel card is this beautiful pink angel with these beautiful pink wings. It says, don't hate, meditate. Thank you, angels, for guiding me to love through meditation. And then the fairy card is the high priestess, trusting your intuition careful reflection before taking action, insights that come through meditation. I think the guides are asking me to share that message that we all need to slow down and turn within in 2020. Uh, Meditation is a great way to do it, even if it's for five or 10 minutes to calm down the mind. And that's when we can hear our angels, our guides, and hear that intuition when we calm down the mind. I have a special guest today that's going to also talk about that, that I've studied with, and he's always talking about calming the mind down so that the healer can can come forward and your intuition as well. Now, before I bring my special guest on, I am just going to read from Heart Thoughts, The Treasury of Inner Wisdom by Louise Hay. I am pure spirit. Be aware that we are all pure consciousness. We are not lonely or lost or abandoned. We are one with all of life. Look within your very centered space and see the part of you that is pure spirit, pure light, pure energy. Visualize all your limitations falling away one by one until you are safe, healed, and whole. Know that no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how difficult things may be, At the very center of your being, you are safe and you are whole. You always will be. Lifetime after lifetime, you are a shining spirit, a beautiful light. Sometimes you come to this planet and cover your light and hide it, but the light is always there. As you let those limitations go and as you recognize the true beauty of your being, you shine brightly. You are love. You are energy. You are spirit. You are the spirit of love shining brightly. Let your light shine. So 2020, I want everybody to let their light shine a little brighter. All right. So my special guest is Zarathustra. He is an internationally known spiritual teacher and healer. He's located mainly in Los Angeles, California. Um, He teaches fifth dimensional quantum healing and third eye activation, but he also gives retreats in Europe and Sedona, Arizona. So he gets on the road so that he can go and and teach people all over the the world. And he's going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how we can up-level our intuition for 2020 and get 
laser sharp focus. So I'm going to bring him on right now. Hello, Zarathustra. Yeah, hello, Marla. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Yes, we did a um, last year or earlier in the year we did did a podcast about the Cinderella syndrome and about love. But um, I know my listeners are going to be excited about. Uh, your healing modality, what you do, and up-leveling our intuition. So you know what I would love? If you would just share a little bit about your background and how you became Zarathustra the healer and let people get to know you a little bit. Well, yeah, sure, of course. I would love to uh, share with everybody. I mean, uh, the the healer um, part of, you know, I had many different transformations in in. Uh, my spiritual development and uh, but the actual professional part of the healing aspect of this work uh, manifested in 2009 and uh, a, a number of different events took place and and in a period of a um, um, uh, few weeks I began to get activated and these entities identifying themselves to me as my fifth dimensional guide began to contact me and reveal themselves. And eventually they began to reprogram my psyche and uh, endow me with the abilities that, that I have inherited from this event that took place. And my hands became fully activated. Uh, they gave me x-ray vision, I opened up my third eye. And uh, I was able to do a lot of different things that I wasn't able to do it previously. So that is, you know, in a very in a nutshell, explaining a little bit about the birth of the healer in 2009. But um, um, there was another awakening that took place in 2011, where um, I began to experience that my um, a mind began to turn inwards. So rather than projecting on the outside, I began to project within. And so what happened as the mind turned inwards, I began to see the truth of who I am. I, I realized mm-hmm. myself. Uh, and I got to see the watcher, the observer, or as you were explaining earlier from Louise Hay, and you were mentioning that in the very center of yourself, there is calm and quiet and your being that resides there no matter what you go through and what has happened in your life. It's, it's perfect in the center. And I, I realized that. I recognized that. And that happened in 2011. And so, how did you recognize uh, it? Did you just, were you meditating or were you, what, what was the realization that I, like, how, how does that look? Is it's um, Yeah, I mean, it second, was definitely yeah. a buildup. Yeah, I'm, I, it, um, it happened in a period of three weeks, but that's only one part of it. It was a buildup, I think, from lifetime of mm-hmm. uh, all my practices, the training, being a seeker and and looking for the ultimate uh, realization, looking for inner peace, looking for uh, trying to find this place inside myself, which is not affected by the emotions and thoughts 
and it's not going through right. suffering. And uh, I realized my guru, my teacher, had attained this, this state, and I wanted that. And uh, ah. so there, 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 was, there was definitely a build-up to it. Um, and I can't really yeah, say I, it was one thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to say, I, it sounds to me, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> it sounds to me that asking and wanting is, is part of it because when we're on this path and we're, we're going to learn about healing, healing modalities and meditating and, and uh, d- diving in to some esoteric subjects, whether that's reading or going to lectures, it's like that kind of um, you're asking the universe and asking those guides to step forward because the same thing with me all these years, I've been asking, I've been asking and different um, things are unfolding now for me. So I'm just, you know, so curious if that, if you think that's what it is, because so many people want to open up their gift and open their third eye and get, they'd love to have those activations like you had as well. So um, would you say that's what it is? Just want asking and seeking and, and is the, the way to, for people to yeah. tap into their own. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely what happens is there's an increased desire for realization. And the desire gets stronger and stronger. And, of course, we're all praying, we're asking existence, God, uh, for certain things. And so that means we got this desire for freedom or if you want spiritual power or if you want to be a healer, channeler, whatever that you feel that you need to get to that's going to make you happy. And, of course, mm-hmm. you're working in that direction one way or the other. Right. And asking, right. asking and praying is a part of it. But uh, ultimately, I, uh, my realization is that uh, these are all stepping stones to this place. And you have to walk this path. And and whatever that this path is, and a part of it is doing the work, doing meditation, uh, going to workshops. Um, um, if you have to be fasting, you're fasting. If you have to be celibate, you do that. If you need to be vegetarian, you do that. If you have to um, run up the mountain, you do that. Whatever that you feel like you need to do to get to this place. And right. to to the point that you have exhausted all your resources. And then there's moments that you're not looking for it. You're not trying to get anywhere and trying to do anything. And all of a sudden, space opens up. There's the presence. Yeah. There's this space. And, and quite often when you just let go of everything, and you're not really trying to do anything, all of a sudden it just appears. Yeah. So that, uh, that uh, what they say is, um, like in the law of attraction, you let go of the outcome. Um, exactly. So, yeah, so, I mean, um, you know, Marla, yeah. It's, go, ahead. Yeah, it's, yeah. go ahead, go on, go on. No, 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 I want to hear I'm this. with you. Go ahead, Dorothy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, <laughs> it's, it's a catch-22. But that's a part of the Leela of life. This is the the play of God. Because on one hand, it's like you have to let it go for it to come to you. On the other hand, there you have 
this really strong desire that you want it to happen. So, yes. And it's, it's interesting because both, both these two different states, they're all coming from the same source. They're all coming Mm -hmm. from the same place. Uh, whether the message is let go, let it go, and it's going to come to you, or you need to do something to get to it. And both of them coming from the same being, from the same source. So, uh, yeah. And it's interesting because I know that you had, like, you know, a regular job. You were, like, in business or whatever, and then, but still a seeker, and then this, Tell the story a little bit of how when your guides were telling you, you know, you, basically you better drop drop that job and we've got another one for you. Well, <laughs> well it, <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. What was um, happened was um, all, all the uh, other sources, they kind of dried out. And oh, whichever yeah. direction, yeah, they shut the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whichever direction I went to to make a living, it wouldn't work. And everything was pushing me. It's like a funnel, so it's all pushing you into one direction, and it gets yeah. narrower and narrower. So, because look, it's it's um, maybe this happened to one or two people around the world. I don't know. But it's not like one day you you just you sleep and you get up the next morning and you say, okay, I'm going to quit my insurance career or I'm going to quit. I'm an accountant or I'm a physician or whatever. I'm a school teacher and I'm going to quit this and I'm going to be a healer from now on. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work that way. It, it, it builds up in that direction and normally it, it goes in a way that you're dissatisfied with what you're doing. Either you quit it or it quits you and it forces Mm -hmm. you into this other direction, which is the spiritual world. Uh, At least this is my experience. That's, that's what has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And then your guides were whispering fifth dimensional quantum healing, right? Yeah, in uh, 2009, in a period of a few months, about six months before this activation took place, I keep hearing these voices in in my head, and uh, they were like whispers, and they're whispering to me. Uh, uh, First, it started with healing. So I keep hearing healing, healing, And, uh, and, and then, you know, finally I get to this point. I'm like, Okay, you know, in the beginning, of, I'm ignoring it, but then it's just redundant, and it keeps happening. And finally, I said, okay, healing, what do you want me to do? So what? Healing. And then I hear quantum healing. Then the next thing, I hear fifth dimensional quantum healing. And I'm like, I can't even spell the word and or the <laughs> sentence correctly. And... uh and uh, and then they're telling me, go make a business card and uh, mm-hmm. announce yourself as a healer. And I'm like, I'm not going to make a business card and uh, print out fifth dimensional quantum healing. What the hell is fifth dimensional quantum healing? I don't even know what it is. So And then they tell me, go online and, and research it. So I go online and, of course, healing, quantum healing, 
they're there. Fifth dimension is there, but fifth dimensional quantum healing is not there. So I come back mm-hmm. and I say, it's not there. And they say, yes, we know, because you're going to create it. So, wow. And uh, so I had to do some research about what is fifth dimension, um, what is quantum, what is quantum healing. And uh, so if somebody asks me questions, I can answer it because I have no idea. I mean, of course, I knew what healing was, but not in a sophisticated way, the way I know it today. So I had to I right. had to research everything and put it together. And then um, then you started. How did you start? Were you giving workshops or one on ones or what did you do from there? No, I what happened is I ran into a couple here in in Los Angeles uh, who they were touched. Um, um, a lady named Pamela. I mentioned her first name. I don't need to mention her last name. And uh, I, I run into to this lady in Topanga Canyon or Topanga's Day. You know, there was a one-day festival mm-hmm. in Topanga. And somehow I didn't recognize her. We run into each other. She says hello to me. And here this beautiful, tall, red-haired woman is saying hello to me. And she walks up to me and she wants to hug. So we hug. Of course, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but I don't <laughs> really know who she is, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But... A, but she, apparently she knows me. So we hug. And as we hug, you know, I put my hands around her and, and my fingers touching her back, her, uh, her, uh, put my fingers on her spinal cord and, uh, as yeah. I'm hugging her. And later on the day, like a couple hours after, you know, I run into her again. And she comes and says, uh, I don't know what happened, but when you hug me and you put your hands on my back, uh, something happened. And I started to feel mm-hmm. these electrical electricity and this vibration running up and down my spine. And apparently mm-hmm. uh, during her teenage years, when she was a pom-pom girl, uh, she got in an accident and, and she damaged a part of her back. And she wasn't able to do certain things. And uh, so anyway, she asked me, if I, uh, I was open into giving her a session. And at that time, mm-hmm. I wasn't, um, healing was happening here and there uh, randomly, but I wasn't doing it professionally or on an mm-hmm. official basis. So we do get together. I gave her a session and uh, I work on her. Uh, I don't hear from her for three days. Three days after she contacts me and, and, She's extremely happy. She's laughing and dancing and enjoy mm. and tells me that, that her problem got healed. And now she's able to do some kickboxing and jumping up and down and, and uh, raising her arms up and down and do a lot of things she couldn't do for about 10, 12, 15 years. So, mm. and then we got mm-hmm. together again. We talked about things and she mentioned that if, if, if I would like to do some group healing, uh, they would open up their home to me in, in mm-hmm. uh, Beachwood Canyon. And that's how it started, that I started to do group healing uh, at her house with her partner. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then, then after a while, I realized that, okay, this is really happening, and I really need to uh, uh, rent, 
rent out a place that I can have control of the place and I can control the sound and temperature and everything. And it's my own thing. And I can start um, uh, doing this uh, shamanic healing circles. So that's, that's right. basically how it started it. Yeah. And now, so for people who are wondering, well, what is fifth dimensional quantum healing? Kind of explain that. What is the 5D quantum healing about? Yeah. The, what um, you do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the <laughs> fifth dimensional quantum healing, it, it's a modality of healing um, that it that basically it works on uh, raising our vibrations to a higher frequency and yeah. and it's very quick very fast and if we are able to find a system a way of being able to change frequencies and raise vibrations to a higher frequency what happens is an invisible field in subatomic uh, field of energy appears to us and it gives way and we have access to it. And in this subatomic field of energy, there is an abundance uh, of information is being exchanged. We, you can send and receive information. And what the very principle of healing is is that if we're capable of bringing the, our patient, our person who we're working with, uh, if I'm mm-hmm. able to raise my vibrations to a higher frequency and be able to hold that container of a new frequency, and if somebody's open to my work, they don't have to be a believer, but they're open to it. And they, if mm-hmm. they enter into this higher frequency realm in this container, what happens is they automatically get contracted and they, they begin to raise their vibrations to the higher frequency to match what is going on. Because of the bigger body, it overpowers the sm- smaller body. And, yeah. and they automatically what happens, information starts to be exchanged. Old information, traumas health issues, emotional problems, nervousness, fear, things that they don't belong to this new frequency, they begin to disappear because we're operating from a much higher level. So the person automatically begins to feel lighter, more fun, their hearts open, they start looking better, their eyes start to shine, and their issues disappear. So that's what fifth dimensional quantum healing is about. And and uh, to get to that higher frequency, you teach that we need to quiet the mind. Is that basically the what it you know the, the basis of yeah, it? Is my, once, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's my experience is that the the more the mind is quiet and it's not active. Uh, a, a sense of stillness begin to take over and a grid gets activated an energy field mm. begins to get activated through a silent mind uh, and, and what happens is the more you're quiet inner silence 
the higher become your vibration. And mm-hmm. you begin to travel into new frequencies. And that's why I've designed a bunch of different active meditations and uh, well, that they're all designed to quiet the mind and to help the person right. reaches into this other level. And as they enter into this other level, healing automatically begins to take place. Yes, I love those active meditations. I have you. Do you still offer that CD uh, or DVD of, of that yeah, on your website? We, uh, ch- yeah, we ha- we've changed the format. Now we um, uh, we no longer. Uh, I mean, I still have a few of those DVDs left, but now we have turned it into in the training program. So I do have the third eye activation and uh, a third training program as well as uh heart awakening and self love and self acceptance. So they're mm-hmm. downloadable training programs now. Wonderful. And um I've everybody you mm-hmm. can go to Zara Booster's website, it's hooked up on Blog Talk Radio, but what's 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 your website? Just tell everybody. It's zaratustra.tv. That's my website. Okay. And, awesome. Uh, so we're, we're currently and, in the process of uh, just finished up a brand new uh, uh, training program. It's about how to feel, touch, and restore the auric field. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're in the process of finishing the, uh, the last touch-up. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully within next week, it will be on my website as well as uh, learn, learning a training program about learning how to do distant healing. And mm-hmm. that one is going okay. to be up. So um, I think they're both be up and running by January 15th. Both oh, of that's the wonderful. Programs. So people can do, yeah, they can do all that streaming. And then are you doing some, uh, are you doing any, any uh, trainings in Los Angeles this year um, in person? I am, yeah, yeah, it won't be a healing training program. Um, I wasn't planning on, on doing that. I'm, have, I'm, uh, okay, the, the 2020 actually starts with offering a retreat in Sedona, Arizona, which is going to be from mm-hmm. January 4th to 12th. It's a shamanic activation retreat. Uh, Mm. Then I'm presenting at Conscious Life Expo. Uh, That's going to be the beginning of the February. And after that, I'm going to have a two-day workshop. And the two-day workshop, it's uh, going to be how, uh, uh, it's going to be about 5D quantum awareness and how to reach Mm -hmm. the fifth, fifth dimensional uh, quantum awareness and how to operate in normal life from this level and incorporate mm-hmm. a this higher level of consciousness in ordinary life. That's awesome. So, um, I've so you guys, I've taken Zarathustra's courses and I have my my um, uh, what is it called my certif- my certificate my um, 
what is it called? A, a level level one right. and two. My certification. Certification level one and two. And yeah. I've taken uh-huh. many of his workshops. Yeah, and the third eye activation and all of that, which I know in your workshops you do talk about the third eye a lot. And for people who are just kind of like, well, what exactly is the third eye and why is it important? Um, I think that's an integral part of your, your teaching. So um, just talk a little bit about the third eye and, and why why it's important to to get that yeah, sure. third eye open. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well uh, we, we have a third eye. So we have three, three eyes. And the third one is hidden, of course. And uh, it's actually, it's in the pineal gland. And it's mm-hmm. tucked in between the two hemispheres of the brain. So... So when the scientists discovered the pineal gland and they dissected it and they cut through it, they realized that it has a, a lens, a retina, and a cornea inside this, this gland. And it's, uh, and, but that wasn't the reason. I mean, that's a part of it that they call it the third eye. But right. the reason that later on they labeled it with all-seeing eye is because yeah. this particular this small gland, which is the size of a, a a green pea, and it looks like a pine cone, and mm-hmm. so they call it pineal gland or or a great gland. grain of rice. I've I've heard it's the size of a grain of rice. It's that small. Is it? Uh, no, it's a size a green, of a Are you saying a tuna? Uh, yeah. Oh, a pea. Yeah. Okay. It's a, a, pea. A, a green, a green pea. Right. That's okay. That's mm-hmm. the size of it. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the significance of it, of course, besides the fact that it's got a lens and and uh, a retina and a cornea, which is very significant, uh, is mm-hmm. that this this particular gland it produces uh, a, a a chemical which is called dimethyltryptamine, uh, DMT, and and so here's the interesting part, and that's where it concerns the spiritual seekers, is because mm-hmm. the production of the DMT by pineal gland is responsible for our spiritual experiences as well as our psychic powers. So there's the more DMT is being produced by pineal gland, the more spiritual experiences we get, and such as mm. the experiences of divine oneness or encounters with trans-dimensional beings or an increase in healing abilities or or clair- being a clairvoyant or clairsentient mm-hmm. or psychic abilities. Uh, all of these things, all of these abilities that we begin to develop is as a result of pineal gland producing DMT. So, and that's why they call the pineal gland the all-seeing eye because it does give you firsthand divine and oneness experiences by producing DMT. So they call it the And how do we get it to produce eye. that how do we get it to produce that DMT so we can have all these? You take one of Zaratustra's training programs 
That's yeah. designed to. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There, there, there's, a, there's, there's different different ways, you know. Uh, but basically, I designed a very special breathing technique and uh, a series of different meditations that they help activating and opening the the pioneer gland. But you have to basically bring energy to pioneer gland because for most people, unfortunately, the pioneer gland gets calcified. And by, you know, in the middle of their teenage years, the pioneer gland's production starts to go down due to calcification. And that's Mm -hmm. because of the diet, uh, fluoride in food, water, uh, calcifies the pineal gland. And the fact that we have no education about it and nobody talks about it when we're growing up, so we have no idea that such thing exists. And uh, right. so if your attention, you know, when your attention is not on it, it's not, it's not really active. So as you become more aware of it and put more attention on it, of course, you know, wherever the uh, attention goes, uh, the energy flows too. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah. I have so, something to share. I have something to share about when I was um, taking a, a lot of your courses and stuff uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe it's already three years ago by now. But I was taking the the certification, and I was coming to a lot of the the one evening things and doing those exercises. And then I had your DVD, which I was doing at home every evening with these with these uh, exercise techniques. And then all of a sudden I come home one time, one night from, from, I think it was a four day, um, uh, you know, workshop with you. And I went into the bathroom to go to the bathroom, but I didn't turn on the light. So it was dark in there. And out of the side of my right eye is a flash of light. And I knew, I'm like, that's my pineal gland uh, opening. I knew something was activated. And even to this day, like three years later, uh, still at night, I could turn and and if it's dark, that flash of light is there. And I went, and it was funny because I went to get my, I go once a year for an eye exam because now I need reading glasses. And the, 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 the eye doctor, this woman, she had me fill something out first. It says, do you see any you know, are there any flashes of light? Because that could be glaucoma or whatever. And I said, yes, I have a flash of light. And she goes, oh, now let's talk about this flash of light. What's going on? I said, well, I think it's from the pineal gland. And she had not even heard of the pineal gland. And she was an eye doctor. And, I, and then she says, well, we'll see what the, what the eye exam shows. And my eyes were perfectly fine. Nothing was wrong. So it was definitely, she was like, you know, I taught her something. I'm like, yeah, that's the third eye. You better go look it up. <laughs> so that, that was my experience right. with, with it, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, interesting that even within the medical profession, uh, how little of awareness there is about the pineal gland and the third yeah. eye. And, uh, I mean, most people refer to it or if they've heard about it or they've uh, studied a little bit there, normally relating it to it producing melatonin, which regulates mm-hmm. your sleep pattern, but they're not really yeah. referring to DMT. Right. Yeah. Right. right. 
Now, and some people are doing plant medicine journeys, the ayahuasca, the psilocybin, different things like that to access, you know, to get through the third eye. I know that. There's a lot of different ways, but um, I do like your your technique. So you guys go to Zarathustra's website and check out those, those streaming, those downloads that you could do at home. And tell us before I let you go, tell us about uh, you do these retreats in Europe, um, where people can work with you, and they they just sound amazing. Sweden, Norway, Denmark, I think, Poland sometimes. Where where are you going uh, in 2020? Um, yeah, and uh, well, I've expanded uh, uh, to right now. It's Norway, Sweden, Poland, um, uh, Germany, Switzerland, and that's the five countries I'm going to this year. I mean, uh, uh, this mm-hmm. this season. But I'm also right. Uh, right. So I'll be going to these five countries. I'll be leaving around uh, March 15th and returning around May 15th. So I pretty much will be gone for almost two months and doing. Mm-hmm. A, and people uh, can and people can sign up if they want to go to Europe and do one of your um, workshops over there and have a retreat. Yeah. Ab- right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If if they don't catch me here in Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They can come to Europe. And actually, I have people yeah. coming from uh, a lot of different parts of the world. Actually, you know, there's sometimes people coming from Canada, from from the U.S. coming to Europe, or people coming from India, uh, and, right. and other countries that they fly in because they've, they've seen some of my videos on YouTube or they've been touched by the energy and they feel compelled to come to one of my training programs. Beautiful. And are you still I, doing? Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I the uh, I teach the five levels of the five D quantum healing. I teach it once a year in Sweden, which is a ten day uh, training program, and that's in the mountains in Sweden in a very, very beautiful area. It's called Ore, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a ski resort. Of course, that time of the year, it's green and lush and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. that's, uh, for now, for the time being, that's the only place I'm I'm teaching all five levels of the healing training program. So right. and if anyone's yeah, interested, you- they can always go on my website, yeah. Yeah, and then you can do uh, you can teach yourself. You know, you can do the healing uh, modalities uh, for people or yourself, which is beautiful. And you guys, if anybody's in LA, um, the first week of February, that's the Conscious Life Expo. Which for me, that's like uh, you know, if you're into spirituality, that's the the big it's the big Kahuna or whatever you call it. It's like the big big fight. Isn't it so much fun, Zarathustra? Remember we were there last year together yeah. hanging out because you weren't, I mean, you just walk around and you see everybody in that's, you know, anybody in the, the spiritual community and um, there's there's lectures and there's um, there's booths, three levels of it. It's at the LAX Hilton and there's food and music and clothing and crystals and modalities and any anything you can even imagine. It's like overload. You just The energy is so high. And uh, Zarathustra is going to be there giving some some uh, some workshops, some pr- presentations, and um, so you can 
And then um, I remember when I first met you there at the Conscious Life Expo, my friend Karen Dahlman and I, we came, we, we asked you if we could get a, get a private, little private session from you. And we went up to your room and you what? gave us the Shakti pod there in the third eye. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Yeah, that I, was I, great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do recall that. Yeah, the Conscious Life Expo <laughs> is really fun. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's very high energy. Um, there's, you know, all kinds of different teachers, uh, gurus, uh, healers, shamans. They come and do their their work and presenting their work. Uh, I mean, you have them all, you know. It's a big yeah. uh, variety of different things. You know, if you're into crystals, if you want to be getting readings, um, whatever, whatever you're into. If you want your aura, somebody to take a picture of your aura uh, or mm-hmm. your energy field, it's all there. I mean, I, uh, but the, the, besides the fact that there's a lot of different people there presenting, the part I like is the energy. It's like, yeah, it's really fun. It's high vibrational and very you know, high. Quite often very after, high. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, on on Monday when it's over, I always get a hangover because uh, I'm <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's a couple of hours on Monday morning when I wake up. It's, it's like, oh, God, I miss everybody. And what happened to my friends? They're gone. And I don't get to see them because you so much enjoy being around each other in such a high high vibration. That, uh, it is, and I think a... all those crystals, all those crystals too, on every level that that I think they're they're also contributing to all that energy. I mean, the, the amount of pure amount of crystals that are in that place are are just um, get your vibration really really yeah, high. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. And one thing I wanted to say about you, Zarathustra, to people is, is so you have, you're more of a, like a earthy shaman energy. You're not, you know, doing angel readings or working with crystals or any of that stuff. It's more pure, uh, the energy, the, the getting quiet, the quantum healing, um, which is you really have like your lane that you kind of, kind of stay in. You're not airy fairy. You're really more. Um, you know, I would describe you as right more more earthy shaman um, type, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yes, I, I, yeah. You know, yeah, yes. I would say, yeah, that's right. I, I like to keep. <laughs> He's it not going to give you a reading. I, I, He's not going to cut. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I like to keep it simple. You know, yes. and uh, yes. stay away from concepts and theories, and uh, right. I, and stick to my direct experience and and teach from that place. And uh, and you know, yeah. as you get more experience, you get older, you're more experienced, you become more comfortable with who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. And and uh, at least that's how it's been for me. It's like I like to keep it simple and direct and uh, mm-hmm. create the atmosphere and, and the ambiance of being able to transmit uh, and help my audience to, to touch and feel and get a glimpse of themselves 
of the truth of who they are. Because in truth, in very absolute truth, it is all one. And mm-hmm. all of it is the is different aspects and different reflections of the oneness. So there is no separation. It only appears to be separated, but there is no mm-hmm. separation. This is all one. So including the good and the bad, they're all yeah. part of the oneness. And and the light and the darkness, we all have our, our dark side and we have the light side. So uh, recognizing that and touching it and coming to this place of the presence and, and being touched by the divine oneness with the absolute, that's where the transformation happens and the transmission takes place. When we come to this place and, and we're open, we surrender, we let go, and, and we allow the being to reveal itself to us. So oh, I like to it. keep it, yeah, I yeah. like to keep it simple and I like to create the, the environment that my people can get, can touch that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I find that more precious than uh, g- going through a lot of blah, 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 or giving a lot of lectures and explaining a lot of things. I, I find it more pressured, precious that way, that if I can right. take you get him to... hands-on. The people can do it hands-on themselves and try it out. Yeah. Exactly. That's correct. That's right. Okay, Zarathustra, thank you so much for spending this time with us. You guys, you can contact him. Go to Zarathustra.tv or go back to this episode on Blog Talk Radio. Um, And if you are loving this podcast, I would so appreciate if you'd give it a rating on iTunes. And um, much love, everybody. Thanks. Bye, Zarathustra. Thank you, Marla. Bye, Appreciate everybody. having me. Okay, <laughs> Happy love. New Year Bye. to everybody. Bye-bye. Happy New Year.